Welcome back to Total Party Kill. It's time to Dungeon and or Dragon. It's me, your Dungeon Master, Tony Sindelar. And today we are doing something special, something we only do, I don't know, every couple of months. Uh, we are starting a new adventure with some new players. We've got some returning familiar faces with new characters and some brand new faces through Total Party Kill uh, here to delight you, amuse you, and frustrate me. Uh, first up, let me introduce our players. They will introduce uh, their characters, and then we will we'll get this adventure going. Uh, pardon me while I scramble to find my list of who's on this call. Uh, first up, <laughs> uh, brand new to Total Party Kill, I think his inaugural uh, uh, appearance on the Incomparable Network, uh, but someone I have played a lot of Dungeons & Dragons with in person back when that was not a crime. It's Will Wagner. Hello, I am playing Not a Dragon, the Dragonborn Warlock. Thank you, Will. Welcome. Uh, next up, uh, she's a returning face on Total Party Guild, but she brings to us a new character today. It's Kathy Campbell. Hello, I am playing Keyloth, uh, a Tifling Paladin who really likes the color pink. Awesome. Uh, another uh, newcomer, I think, to Total Party Kill. Uh, she has played the uh, some some of our Star Trek adventures, which are like Total Party Kill random Trek crossover. But certainly, first mini adventure appearance, uh, Jean McDonald. Hi, Jean. Hey, Tony. Thanks for having me. Thanks everybody for uh, being here. For this is my inaugural game of Dungeons and Dragons proper, and. Uh, I only succeeded in Star Trek because Dan was my superior officer and <laughs> got killed. I want to know about promoted. these improper, improper Dungeons and Dragons games that happened in the past. <laughs> <laughs> but no time for that now. Yes, uh, and I'm playing... Up, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm playing... My character is uh, Weirin Juwan, and she is a human bard. Excellent. Always have more bards on this adventure definitely not a big regret <laughs> uh returning to total party kill uh you you met her back in the uk tpk adventure it's tiff Armet. hi tiff hi i'm back and you ought to know i'm playing alan s morset a elf ranger excellent but what do you really want <laughs> <laughs> and you just heard his voice uh returning to us with a familiar uh character it's steve lutz Hey Tony, how's it going? Uh, I am playing. Okay. What's uh, what's going on? I'm playing Dindio Fart Rabbi. That's <laughs> not your character's name. What? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Diendo Fat Rabbit, a yes. ghostwise halfling, and also a monk. Um, you'll mm -hmm. you'll be excited to learn that uh, in between sessions, Diendo has gone from level two to level three, and oh. most importantly, become proficient in the pan flute. So, oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a bard and a half. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, the wisest of ghost halflings. Got it. Okay. Uh, those are our adventurers. Uh, assisting me as assistant to the regional dungeon master today will, as often, be Dan Morin, who will be reminding me how Dungeons and Dragons work. Hi, Dan. Hi, Tony. I've brought a pan flute to play for Steve's character, so we're Good. ready to go. Thank Dan, goodness. that's just a pan. Put it down. I guess I'll throw out <laughs> this one I've been whittling. All right. Okay. I want to clarify the amount of pan flute in the thing. Mm, referencing <laughs> okay uh today we are starting up uh the ninth adventure in the fantastic adventures pdf as put out by sly flourish uh again this is a set of adventures it costs 15 dollars for 10 adventures i don't remember the last time that 15 dollars kept me so busy uh, but here we are <laughs> hours and hours of uh of, of 
joy? Something. Uh, hey, kept me off the streets. That's what we're saying here. Uh, so uh, let me uh, let me start off today. Today we will be playing the Cult of Dusk. That's Dusk. I definitely wrote several places when I was recruiting people for this adventure. Dust, D-U-S-T. That is wrong. I was misinformed. It is the Cult of Dusk, um, and I think I fixed it everywhere in my notes. So I'm probably only going to say that wrong like two more times. Dusk. All Solid. right. Yes. Uh, so our adventure uh, takes place today in the town of White Sparrow, as all of our mini adventures uh, have done so. Uh, some of you uh, are perhaps uh, experienced uh, in, in, in navigating the town of White Sparrow. Diendo, you've been here, honestly, too often. Uh, some of you may <laughs> have been here for a couple days passing through. Uh, White Sparrow is basically the, the main human settlement in this valley. Uh, it's kind of a place where here in the wilderness, adventurers, you know, pass through when they want to get a, a hot meal and a and sleep uh, with a roof over their head before heading on to their next adventure. And there are many exciting things to be found in and around White Sparrow. It seems like just a place that is for for a quiet, sleepy town. Trouble is always happening. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to check in uh, with our adventures. Uh, Diendo, how long have you been in uh, in White Sparrow on this trip? Feels like a lifetime. Um, mm. I sort of, I don't know, I've, I've been traveling for a long time, but I stopped in here and there's a lot of interesting things going on. So I decided to stick around for a while. I've been here, I don't know, what, a couple of weeks, maybe a month. Yeah. And, and still been, no one has explained this gigantic hand growing yeah, out of the town. It is, of course, important to know for those of you who are new to White Sparrow, uh, the major landmark in White Sparrow is a giant six-fingered stone hand erupting out of the earth. It's been there a long time. It predates the town itself. Looking at it for too long makes your head hurt. Uh, there is, we've already, uh, there's no way we have not covered all of the hand jokes already on the nine previous <laughs> adventures. To That's this. not going to stop us. Not going to stop you from making them again. That's just how this adventure works. Um, not a dragon. How have you been? Uh, I live in a cave in the woods mm. and only come to town when I get a vision of a magic sword that tells me to do something. And so that happened recently? Yes. Okay. And what did that sword tell you to do? Uh, to go check out the hand. Okay. So uh, not a dragon recently arrived in town. Sounds like you're not really much of a, a, a people person because you're a dragon person. <laughs> um, not a dragon. <laughs> not, not, but he is a dragon person. Not a dragon, mm. but a dragon person. Uh, so you've, you've perhaps recently arrived in White Sparrow. Maybe not. not maybe not your element. Prefer, prefer caves. Um, caves, woods. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not places with lots of humans. They're filthy houses. Got it. And hands, yeah, yeah, and hands. Um, Alan, how are you? Oh, Alan, it's Alan. How are you? <laughs> That's the I'm one good. I'm uh, I'm new to town, so I understand <laughs> you know not being known very well. I'm getting some side eyes. Mm. Um, no one's ever seen me here before. I've never seen anyone else here before. Hey, who's and, the new guy? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a little ironic. Mm. All right. Got that I, I also like that you set that up like a, like you were about to perform a magic trick. I've never met any of you before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing up. Well, you know, you probably <laughs> have found really the only place to hang out in the town of White Sparrow is the Ever Shady Tavern, uh, built in the shadow of the hand. It's basically the only, um, you know, it's the only place that you can get food and drink in White Sparrow. It's a small town, home to simple people who just seem to have a just a real bad streak of luck recently. Um, Kaloff, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I traveled to White Sparrow because I heard that everyone needed a little bit more sparkle and happiness in White Sparrow. There's been some bad things happening, so I'm here to spread some joy and hit things. 
Mm, excellent. Good combination. Uh, Guivern? Did I say that anywhere near right? <clears throat> Guivern. Guivern. Guivern? Like, Maybe we should practice Gwervin. this a little bit. Guivern. 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 I don't know. Gwervin. I'm just going to go with Vin. Uh, hey, Vin. It's, it's okay. Hey, Vin. Ooh, How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm new to White Sparrow. I am an uh, itinerant road tripping uh, musically oriented bard who is just fond of discovering new places and meeting new people. And I heard that there was a competitive karaoke in that uh, town tavern, and that's how I make my living. <laughs> excellent. You're looking to hustle some karaoke. Uh, excellent. All right. So, you know, it's just another uh, quiet day in White Sparrow. You're all doing whatever things you need to do, staring at a hand, enjoying a meal in the pub, uh, buying odds and ends at the various shops, you know, just taking care of business, getting your chores done. Uh, when things suddenly change, the sky was clear only moments before, and a sudden wind rips through the sleepy town of White Sparrow, smashing shutters against walls and sending clouds of dust roiling through the streets. A number of robed and hooded figures step forth from the darkness, walking into the center of the town. The figure in the lead draws a large scroll from a leather bag at his side and unfurls it. His voice seems to carry magically on the wind as he whispers dark words, and suddenly bolts of violet lightning crash down from the sky. Poor Eldith, the butcher's assistant, is the first to be struck. Screaming, he falls to the ground, smoke rising from his body. More bolts course downward as the hooded figures continue chanting and the townspeople of White Sparrow panic. I'm going to suggest that you roll initiative, because I've rolled, already rolled initiative for these people. Yeah. Fine. Always a good sign. So, let's talk. This is, this is a little unusual for mini-adventures. We're jumping right into battle, but, you know, things are, things are going great today. Um, our initiative order is going to be, first up is Theron, the leader of the cultists. Theron will be voiced by, please, welcome to the podcast. The only person who was available, Dan Moran. I'm sorry, I'm not available. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. Nice to meet you. I'm not a dragon. Not Next up is not a dragon, followed by Keyloth, followed by Diendo, followed by Elaine. How do I say it? Alon. Alon. Tiff, there's going to be a lot of this. <laughs> he's not doing it on really purpose. I want you to know he's not doing it on purpose. <laughs> I'm bad at a lot of things, Tim, and this is pretty high up on the list. All right. And uh, after Alon is Guirvan. Got it. And finally, uh, my other cultists who are followers of Theron rolled the lowest. So um, let's see here. I'm just making sure I've got. Um, let's see. So, Dan, do you want to control Theron, and I will control the other uh, Alon, are you on the roof of the yep. nearby uh, tavern there? <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah, this is where she been. hangs out. Okay, nice I'm standing roof. on a table, so There's it seems... a rooftop patio. I don't like to be seen right away. Just All right. A little snipe action up you there. Can, you can, you know, I have, I have played... This, this map is not a uh, complete battle map, so you can do a little bit of theater of the mind of where you are relative theater to these... Theater uh, of the mind! ...cultists who are murdering people in the uh uh in the center of white sparrow town i have them um sights crossbow all right dan all right. Theron is first 
so I... Theron is reading from a scroll, and bad things are happening. I just, I, I hate this town. I'm going to destroy it. I'm going to burn it to the ground. And I'm going to use these eldritch powers to do that. So he is continuing to call down uh, some lightning on people. Yep. Uh, and um, let's see here. That's going to look a little bit like uh, this spell. Uh, all right. It looks like Dan actually somewhat confusingly. Uh, Theron is basically conducting a ritual. Yes. And stuff is going to happen on other people's turn. Ah, okay. Three yep. times per round. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. You got that? Okay. So right. he's he's muttering, but he's, his angry words are, again, kind of caught on the wind uh, as as the rest of you are watching this storm mm-hmm. progress. And Tony, I think I still need permission on Theron's token. You got it. Thank you. Um, all right. So three cultists, one clear leader holding a scroll, muttering the other, uh, the other cultists are holding uh, kind of wicked looking knives and looking around for, you know, they just have that we want to stab somebody look in their eyes. You've seen it all before. Uh, not a dragon. You are up next. All right. I am way over here. Um, you can decide wherever you are on the map. Right. And we're not worried about scale for this map. Gotcha. Um, let's say I'm over here. All right. So you were just peacefully staring at the hand. Staring up at the hand. And suddenly people are screaming and you turn around. At least one person has been murdered, really interrupting just some quality hand time. So not a dragon is a pretty pragmatic guy and, uh, can clearly see who is in charge of this crew here and is going to cast Eldritch Blast at him. Wow, just opening up with magical fire right in the middle of town. <laughs> I mean, they started it. That's the spirit. That's <laughs> classic legal defense. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 20 to attack. All right, well, I'm pretty sure that's going to hit Theron. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, so you uh you 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 mutter some words and Elders Blast scorches out and hits Theron the cultist right in his chest. Just trying to conduct peaceful ritual where he murders some people, just you know, Skull. just his performing his religion. Yep. You wanna roll us some damage there, he not will a dragon? Take seven force damage. Alright, I'll note that. Ow, ow man, that hurt. Uh, at the, are you done with your turn, perchance? Uh, yep, that's it. At the end of your turn, now Theron, uh, upset that you have blasted him elderly, he will say, he'll sort of like put a hand up in the air and then point it down and say, like, the cult of dust will retri- exact retribution on you. And uh, a a bolt basically flies out of the clouds down toward you, and you will need to make a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw, 21. Did you say 21? 21. A bolt of dark energy strikes the ground next to you, but you are unscathed. Mm. Not a dragon cackles. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that kind of that kind of not a dragon. I see how it is. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Uh, next up in our order, uh, Kaloff. Uh, so Keyleth runs towards Theron, screaming, hey, that's not very nice. 
Uh, All right, so you run in the direction. It seems like the other two cultists, the un- so far unnamed cultists, probably between you and Theron. Oh, okay. Well, can can they be put in a place so I could see where? Like, are they? Oh, oh, this is. Yeah, Theron okay. is this guy in the back here. Yes, yeah. the name is below oh. the picture. I got just that. so yep. y'all know, much yep. better. Okay, perfect. Then I'm going after this person, screaming, "Hey!" That's not very nice. All right, you run up. There's a there's a strange figure there. Uh, it looks like you can kind of you get a click look on his face. He's got wild eyes. Looks like like kind of a shaved head under the robes of his hood, and he's holding just a weird twisted looking knife. And he's just he scowls at you. And there's like kind of there's a lot of like like spit on his lips. Ooh, do you need a napkin? Here, let me let me let me take care of you first, and then we'll wipe off your face. Uh, she is going to swing her um, long sword. Uh, 18 plus 4 is 22. All right. You cl- cleave right into the side of that cultist. <laughs> a vicious blow. Uh, eight, uh, five points of damage. Oh, the cultist is grabbing his side uh, as you have just delivered a very... Uh, devastating blow. A, a decent amount of stuff that should be inside the cultist is now outside of the cultist. His robes are ruined. This is not not a good scene for the cultist. Is there still something on my face? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dan. <laughs> uh, and that is, I think, all that I'm able to do. All right. Um, at the end of your, if you're all set, at the end of your turn, yes. I think Theron's going to do something. Uh-oh. Theron, once again, uh, seeing you cleave into his friend, associate, colleague, coworker, says, uh, coworker. I'm not very nice. This town isn't very nice. You don't have no idea how they treated me. You will pay for this. And once again, he reaches up and then points a finger at you, and a bolt of energy shoots forth from the cloud. Make a dexterity saving throw. All right. I rolled a three. A bolt of necrotic energy hits you for five points of damage. You feel Yay. not great. And he uh, he throws back his head and tries to do his best version of a evil laugh. <laughs> it's it's not the best. Convincing. Yeah, yeah. It's six. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, Diendo. Diendo was hanging around at the base of this building, looking up at the weirdo that's on top of the building, trying to figure Mm -hmm. out what was going on, when suddenly, (laughs) lightning struck. Uh, You got an idea? No, that never (laughs) happened. Um, It looks to me as though the idea here is that these two other cultists are sort of blocking the route to Theron. Seems like it. All right. Uh, Diendo also appears slightly inebriated. Which is okay. uh, what's, not what's that new? unusual, to be honest. But uh, he says, what hey, you can't just it? go around zapping people. And he starts heading towards the cultists, sort of swaying a little bit. Uh, he runs around the fence. And he tries to stick his spear into the already uh, somewhat messed up cultist. Okay. And that, ooh. Nice is a twenty versus AC. I guess that's all there oh, is in this. That is 
pretty unnecessary for a junior cultist. Yep. Oh, and that does uh, eleven. No, uh, blah, 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 nine damage. Oh, you just you take your spear and deftly, even though you're through your slightly inebriated state, uh, jam your spear right into the cultist's throat, and he just collapses backward in a spout of blood. Uh, seriously, is it gone? <laughs> Theron <laughs> cool. uh, is not pleased by this situation. He came well, I'm not here. done. My oh. turn's not over. All right, continue. He's he's displeased as a free. He action. can be. He can be. Yeah, he can be. You can further displease him. I'm sure. <laughs> um. So it looks as though this guy's out of the way. Mm-hmm. So um, I believe I can with the remainder of my move, sort of drunkenly tilt over to the side here and around to the backside of this other cultist. I think so. And You're take, a monk. You're pretty nimble. And take a couple of punches with my flurry of blows. You're going to punch him? Yeah. <laughs> but he's just here to, you know. I'm not just going to punch doing him. doing a little light cult business. I'm going to punch his butt. Yeah. And I'm going to do it twice. Oh, boy. <gasps> All right. Flurry of blows. Oh, two 15s. That's nice with a plus five. So two 20s. Definitely here. Oh, wow. And uh, oh, the first one's four plus three is seven. Seven and damage. And the second one is five damage for 12 damage. Ooh. Oh, wait. No, I, I did the seven already, so I'm doing five. Got it. 12 okay. bludgeoning damage. And weirdly, uh, as he sort of drunkenly falls to the side, he somehow manages to disengage from Theron and the other guy. Mm. And he takes a couple of, well, I'm kind of out of move, so I guess I can't do that. Never mind, skip that, because I think I used up okay. all my move at this point. So I'm just wedged between the cultist, the junior cultist, and the <laughs> senior cultist. Mm. Your uh, cultist middle management. Yeah, Theron <laughs> is not looking quite unwell. He's, he's all sweaty, and he's been pummeled. Uh, he's taken an, an eldritch blast to the chest. He is. Th- this is this is not how he expected things to go. At I all. hate this town. It's the worst. <laughs> and I suspect he's going to try and uh, yes, he drop point, a bolt on. He Diendo. points a finger at Diendo. It's a little shakier than it was before, and said, "Take this!" And he uh, summons a bolt of energy that lances from the clouds down. So you make a dexterity saving throw, Diendo. I did, and it's but a five. Alas, a bolt of necrotic energy hits you also for five damage. Who? They'll all pay! All of them! That guy? And her? And that one over there? I don't know their names, but they'll pay! Is he pointing at us when he says that, or just I like mean, random, random people, people kind of okay. running Everybody. by, <laughs> screaming? Yeah. <laughs> now in the, over in the yeah, they'll pay. Alan, you are next. So I've been watching all of this go mm-hmm. down from the roof, and I have a really great vantage point. Um, also, mm. being an elf, I'm kind of awesome at that stuff. So yep. I've been noticing the arm he's been using to kind of like curse people, and so yeah. I'm lining up the sights of my crossbow. And what I really want to do is I want to pin his arm to the building he's next to and stop mm-hmm. him. So not like completely damage him, but, you know, really good shooting right there. Okay. And uh, so I'm going to use my crossbow from my vantage point up on the roof. And I do have a D&D question. The mm. hit slash DC points in uh, underneath the crossbow. How is that different from the roll, the damage roll? 
Uh, let me, you add let me that to your, to your really to hit roll. Yeah. So that's, I have like a seven in there, and then it also has a damage roll, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So first you roll a d20 to hit, add that bonus, and we tell you. Says, you're really good with a crossbow. It says damage um, 1d8 plus 3. Yep. yep. So that's what you'll roll for damage okay. if you hit, which probably you will, because wow, plus 7. You're good Seven's with a crossbow. That's a lot for level 2. <laughs> so, that's yeah. a, so I roll the d20 first, and then I roll the damage dice. Yep. yep. All right. You got it. So. Let's hope this uh, works out because, you know, I'm really uh, braggy with my crossbow. Yep. <laughs> I believe in you. All right. So that is 11 plus 7. Yeah. Is 18. Eight. And that will do 18. It. Yeah. Oh, and... your bolt whizzes across the uh, the street. Uh, I don't think Theron or the cultists even realize there are people up on the roof. That That's weird. Uh, and it catches him in his in his arm, his good arm, his cursing arm. And he screams. <laughs> and then you're going to do some damage. And my damage is six plus three, so nine. Oh, that is not good for uh, Theron. He is uh, bleeding pretty profusely from his arm. That's my uh, favorite say, arm. Yeah, he basically <laughs> you do you do pin him to the to the to the wall, and he like tears his arm off, which was not a good idea. Oh, really, not oh. a good idea. What? Um, what? I was. I was. Mean, oh wait, I, I took a moment to look really smug, and now I'm kind of horrified. <laughs> well, yeah. Arm, I mean, it, let me say what wall. you did worked perfectly. Uh, and his arm. I mean, he is. He is not going to make it as a pitcher in the. In any week. <laughs> it's clear. I, I, I should have been ambidextrous. Know. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Alon, anything else? Uh. No, no. I just um I yell from the top of the roof. You ought to know. Yeah. <laughs> Get down to that roof. That's not fair. All right. I believe that Theron is not able to call down more lightning for a bit. Is that correct, Dan? That's correct. All right. I took his lightning arm. Yes. <laughs> he's gonna need a minute. I think he's, he's a, gonna need a he's, minute. He's gonna need a minute. He's gonna recollect his thoughts. He'll he'll he well i don't know i'm not i'm not i'm not buying heavily into theron's sock at this point i'm saying uh because things are not good for him uh guirvan you are uh around the corner uh here in white sparrow you see this fight break out there's cultists who seem to be you know i mean you know we sometimes we have to make snap decisions but they are wearing uh they're wearing robes they're carrying mean looking daggers they are murdering people in the street seems Mm -hmm. like probably the bad guys uh you've seen several other uh perchance possibly noble at least or at least (laughs) eccentric looking characters uh rush in to battle with them uh you know you could you could join either side here (laughs) (laughs) well um i think um uh i don't think i'm gonna do a a uh something with any weapons because mine are small and uh but i would like to know what they're trying to accomplish here and i wonder if i could use um you know like a charm person spell to get the truth out of either they're in in pain or unnamed cultist number two (laughs) have you charmed somebody we've been pummeling yeah, let me remind myself. I haven't pummeled anybody yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, how does charm work? Let's see. I, I hate this a... town, but you I like. <laughs> I think it's the Now's challenge the with that may be that they are uh, in combat with them. Okay. Yeah, it's usually charm. I mean, I think you could try it. It might be harder mm. to accomplish, whereas charm would be really great if you were, say, in conversation with somebody and wanted to okay. 
Uh, you can hit him with a weapon and try to do non-lethal damage, so you can just knock true. him out. And in fact, yeah, I would you recommend don't... that others consider doing that so we can figure out what this dude's deal is after we clock him. Well, I was trying to, and then you, you know, murdered the guy that I was like trying yeah. to help. And strong strong advice and stuff, but that's fine. It's strong fine. advice from Steve, the only one um, who has murdered, murdered someone today. <laughs> I'm just getting started too, so watch out. <laughs> uh, I mean, my other my other inclination was to um, uh, have my first aid training kick in and go. Um, maybe I should help somebody who's already been wounded from the non cult side. That's true. I think I will say most of the people are panicking. Uh, so I don't think there's anyone. And have any of you taken? Some of you have taken damage, right? From yeah. The little- I've only taken five points though, um, okay. out of twenty. So I'm so five I'm good isn't right now. oh out of twenty. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fine right now, uh, especially okay. since I assume we'll have plenty of time to rest after uh, mm-hmm. this again. Um, that is a that is a silly assumption that potentially <laughs> could be flawed. But as of right now, I think um, you'll rest uh, when you're dead, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so either way, it's going to happen soon. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Imminent. <laughs> then I. Um, then I'm not sure what I, I'm suppo- I'm supposed to do. Uh, there is no harm in making my, an attack my, if you want to, but if you don't want to, yeah. then there are some other. Uh, you might try to. I, engage, I don't feel, persuade yeah. them or trick them or something like that. Yeah. Intimidate them into standing down. Um. So I could persuade them. Like, I don't need a spell to persuade them. You could try to engage them in conversation and persuade them uh, to do something, okay. to take a course of action. It may not work, obviously, because since mm-hmm. they seem right. very hell-bent on doing some destruction here, but it's certainly, you know, you might learn more or it might convince mm-hmm. them to do something. And their turn is next in the order, so we'll find mm. out pretty quickly whether it worked or not. Yeah. Okay. We don't, to, we don't have to have three other people punch them before we find out whether your persuasion <laughs> was effective. <laughs> All right. Well, then I think I I would like to um, try uh, uh, accosting the unarmed cultist, unnamed cultist, and Mm -hmm. ask what his what's the deal. Okay. Um, And so uh, I will. I'm going to move my character over there. Yep. And. And say, do I have to roll anything to make this happen? Or I just if you want to do a persuasion, you're going to do a persuasion check. So you're going to roll a d20 and add your persuasion modifier, which I, re- okay. I recall you being very good at. Yeah. Um, I have rolled a 10 and my modifier is a 5, so 15. 15 is pretty good. Tell me a little bit about what your persuasion sounds like, what you're trying to persuade this as yet unidentified cultist to do. Um, I, uh, um, I would like to know who, uh, why they are attacking, uh, White Sparrow and whether, uh, given their, uh, injuries, they might want to go back where they came from. Mm, okay. Uh, two questions. <laughs> no, and and I mean it's a persuade, so you can even like you're trying to get them to do something. So it sounded like yeah. you were trying to persuade them to leave. <laughs> um, you know? Uh so the uh the uh the cultists it uh Gene, are you all set that's your turn? Because the cultists are gonna go yes. next. All right. The cultists uh 
The cultist looks at you and says, we are the cult of dust and we will show you darkness. We will not leave. We will not be defeated. And the cultist is going to try and stab Eugene uh, or Gwyver. Okay. Uh, I will say that because you did a pretty good job at uh, persuading the cultist, though, cultist a little, little unsteady uh, on his feet. He, he, he's talking a big game, but I don't, I don't think he is. Uh, he doesn't have his, his, uh, his, he's not completely in it. Uh, so mm-hmm. he is, he kind of, kind of takes a, a half step and uh, stabs at you, uh, but he's going to do so with disadvantage because you, uh, you suggested that he might leave. And I have rolled a six, which I believe is well below your armor class, but you should, you should <laughs> confirm that. Yes. Um, I have my armor class. I had it. Oh, it's 13. Yeah. So. so he like swings in your general direction with a, a kind of jeweled uh, curved knife. Uh, but it's, you know, it's it's clear his heart is not in it, uh, given that he just saw his co-worker die, and uh, Theron doesn't look like Theron is doing so great. Speaking okay. of Theron... Hey, Theron, how are things? Hey! Uh, my arm really hurts! It's... Uh, it's gotta be <laughs> holding it. Just, does you're, the you're missing shoulder an arm. hurt, not the arm? No, he has phantom arm syndrome. To, yeah. Phantom limbs. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> There's still some arm there. It's a little... Uh, more transparent than it was a minute ago. <laughs> like, see right through it. It's it, ugh, it's gonna it's gonna hurt. Uh, Theron starts looking down again, sort of clutching that scroll with his free hand, staring down at it and and sort of muttering again. And you see him sort of taking a breath and like just really like you know again he's very sweaty and very anxious and everything. And he just starts like muttering to himself again, and his eyes like looking back and forth over the page, and he seems to be concentrating very hard on trying to sort of reestablish his equilibrium. I think that's all he gets. All right. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, let's see. Not a dragon. It's back around to you. Uh, All right. So not a dragon is there's a cultist in the way. So I guess not a dragon has seen um, this cultist try to stab Guirvan and doesn't like that. That's not. Mm. not a nice thing to do so i'm gonna move up here and um take a swing at him with my sword mm. wow sword and eldritch blast very versatile i rolled a seven which is not that threatening uh the cult is darts out of the way and you just your your sword finds nothing but air oh well uh um, I don't think, um, I think Theron has, he's, he's clutching, uh, his, his sorcering arm with his other arm and trying to like hold it up. And I, I suspect Theron may Ugh. not like, uh, what's happening. Dan, does Theron want to do something? Yes. Theron absolutely does want to do something. Um, he is, I think, angriest at, uh, uh, Alan, who is, uh, taking his, his arm, his favorite arm. So he's still sort of fixated <laughs> on her up on the roof and he's points at her with you know, but like kind of like holding the arm up with his other arm it's a little shaky his aim may not be the greatest and says like hey yeah. you should come down from there it's dangerous and then he uh, bolt shoots down so uh alan if you want to make a uh a dexterity saving throw and you know what i'm gonna say alan i think you should probably even alan. have an advantage seeing as he's been shot in the arm with a crossbow bolt and you're hiding up on a roof that feels like probably he's not not his preferred way of murdering people, I think. So, uh, so I rolled a twelve, and I have a plus thir- uh, plus three, so fifteen. 
There's also a little man right next to him who keeps punching his butt. That's got to be distracting. (laughs) It's more annoying than anything. Uh, That's enough. You sort of dart out of the way, and um, clearly his his aim was not spot on. A bolt strikes uh, part of the roof, but it's pretty far from where you were standing. I do a badass backflip like off the roof. (laughs) Style points. Uh, so yeah. That set right. the building on fire or anything? Or is it <laughs> oh, just like not fire it. damage precisely? Mm. It seems to be like a dark bolt of energy yeah. and maybe it leaves like a scorch mark, but it doesn't yeah. seem like it's actual flames. Yeah. I mean the the building may be smoldering and is not actively in in, in consumed with flames. Yeah, d- don't try yeah. to claim some sort of insurance damage. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be that'd be fraudulent. <laughs> Is one of your characters secretly an insurance adjuster? Uh, <laughs> Dang it. Uh, Keel off. All right. So she, uh, as a free action, I'm going to uh, pull out a pink handkerchief um, with like ruffles and lace and uh, wipe off the blood off of the cultist's face now that he mm. feels better. Uh, I'm going to. The dead cultist's face? Yes, the dead one. <laughs> All right. I, just, hey, I just have making sure. <laughs> He had stuff on his face before he died, and the least Mm. I could do is clean that off. Somewhere Um, from beyond. Thank you. (laughs) Totally Uh, not going to haunt you now. You've cleared that debt. (laughs) That's the goal. Um, So then she's going to kind of sidestep to the side of Diendo and non-lethally take the big stabby sword um, and swipe at Theron. At Theron. Yes. All right. Uh, yes, the old non-lethal swords. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's a big flat part on a sword. Yeah. Let's Whack see. somebody yeah. pretty hard with. Yeah. Or, like, not kill him all the way. Use... <laughs> Mostly, <laughs> Mostly dead, dead, not all dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I only rolled a 13, so maybe not. Uh, 13 is Theron's armor class. Oh. Yep. Not, not, not good for Theron. Um... Well, and I rolled an eight plus two on damage, so that's ten. <laughs> non So I think your your the flat of your sword catches there in in the head, and his eyes do kind of like a rolling around thing, <laughs> and then he does one of these and like falls yeah. over to the ground. <laughs> I love it. Um. So Theron collapses to the ground. Uh, the scroll he was holding that he had kind of tucked under his arm at this point, given his whole arm situation, uh, continues to kind of glow, and his arm is still crackling with energy. And in fact, I think another lightning bolt is going to uh, thunder down in the direction of Kalof. Dang it. So roll a dexterity saving throw. Let's do better than a two. Well, uh. seven, so I got an eight. Better than a two. Uh, yeah, you're going to take some damage, six points of necrotic damage. The bolt hits basically right next to Kalof and Theron, and Theron is incinerated. Oops. Dang it! His last oh. words as he looks up at the person in front of him, mutters, well, isn't this ironic? <laughs> <laughs> And then he's vaporized. Uh, That's not what that means. (laughs) It's like lightning bolts on your cult day. 
<laughs> Diendo, it is your turn. Theron is no more. A cultist who he never got to meet the name of was stabbed and murdered by you. There's one remaining cultist who I believe has not actually been hit yet. And he is just, uh, that cultist is kind of whirling around as he realizes that there are suddenly, he is all alone and there's four people right next to him and an, an, an elven uh, ranger up on the rooftops uh, with a mean looking crossbow. Yeah, so I look at the cultist and I say, I've been thinking of joining a cult. Do you have any pamphlets in this pocket right here? And I jab my spear into his side. Oh, God. Is that how you look for pamphlets? <laughs> That's how I look for them. No wonder you don't find them. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 19. Unnecessary. <laughs> And that will do 10 points of damage. I'm sorry, no. That's eight points of damage. <laughs> All right. Uh, was that non-lethal damage or just amulet damage? The spear was... You're like tickling him with the spear? <laughs> yeah. Which, which spear end of the just, spear was uh, it? That was, it was the pointy end, actually. I was going to mm. punch him for the rest of it, but maybe that was... Uh, you may have been... Uh, may have hit him a little too hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oops, daisies. That cultist hits the ground like a bag of rocks. My name was Wilma, they say as they collapse. <laughs> Wilma! But you and, never uh, asked. <laughs> you know, and suddenly the, uh, the, 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 the streets of White Sparrow are relatively peaceful and quiet. Yeah. Uh, the sky seemed to clear very, very quickly. Uh, there's no more thunder or lightning. Uh, the people of White Sparrow start to peek out of their various windows and doorways <laughs> at all of you as people try to assess what the heck just happened. Well, that was weird. Let's go to the pub! Now the dragon <laughs> um, leans over to Gwervin and says, does this sort of thing happen a lot around here? I, uh, Alon makes her way over to the group um, from behind the building that she, you know, just awesomely jumped off of before. Mm -hmm. And she's like, hey everyone, um, I mean... What 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 were they talking about? Were they did they say the cult of dust? I couldn't I couldn't. <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah, dust. <laughs> yeah. so, we have a real branding problem. <laughs> I thought he said yeah, rust. Rust was it rust? I thought I really thought it was du dust. Something like that. I don't did know. anyone else? Maybe hear? they have something written on something that we could find. Diendo reels in the speared cultist and starts looking for actual <laughs> oh. pamphlets on his in his oh. robes. Um, hey, that's not very nice. All right, uh, what, he's a, dead. Who cares? Give, give me a quick investigation check, Diendo. Sure. Ooh, investigation is not my strong suit. That's a mm. two. I'm shocked. All right, you're uh, you are strangely not finding anything uh, on this cultist, but also, <laughs> is, honestly. It's clear to everybody around you, you're not great at this. Is there still I, uh, a scroll? I want to walk through the crowd and pull my arrow out of the building. And <laughs> Every, like, everyone, fall to really, the yeah, everyone is like real impressed by, by you. <laughs> you do is like there a still a scroll with on the, the arrow as you put it yeah. back in your quiver there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, not a dragon. You asked, is the, is is the, the scroll, uh, scroll? You dropped the scroll. Is, did that get incinerated too, or is it still there? It's still there. It's slightly scorched. Um, I'd like to investigate the scroll. All right. Um, Why don't you give pull me a an quick... arcana check yeah, or something? You I'm may have for. already won. <laughs> mm. uh, a giant novelty check. Fifteen. <laughs> All right, not a dragon. This you are looking check at could this. be yours. Um, you are you are at least a somewhat experienced sorcerer. Spent a lot of times in caves, thinking about magical things. Uh, mm -hmm. You've seen spell scrolls before. This is not your typical spell scroll. Uh, as you're looking at it, you you feel like this is like an older form of spellcraft than you have ever seen. 
And it seems like looking through the runes and, and kind of sensing the magical energy in the spell scroll, that this particular uh, spell scroll tapped into something that the spell refers to as the plane of shadows. That kind of just, you get a really kind of like dark and ancient vibe from that. Tired of the MF Sound. and shadows on this MF and plane. Mm. <laughs> uh, other people want to do things. Uh, Kaloth, Wyvern, what do you feel like doing as you are surveying the wreckage <laughs> of this, uh, I'm, you know, triple murder committed by you? Uh, I'm going to pull out uh, my uh, lyre and play a little dirge for the fallen unnamed cultists. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Very, very respectful. Yep. Uh, Deander whips out his pan and starts to try to accompany her. Yeah, mm. dancing on their graves. <laughs> All right, why don't you both roll not, performance checks? Not sure. a dragon plays okay. the violin as well, so I'm... This is very... This as well. <laughs> Are you guys a jam band? You have to tell me if you're a jam band. <laughs> <laughs> That's the law. Yeah. I got a 19 on my performance check. Ooh. Wow. I am the master Wait a of the second. pan flute. I, a haunting uh, melody. I, I only got fourteen. I got a twelve. Well, but it, you know, the 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 you the the people of White Sparrow are just moved by your your performance. <laughs> and though these uh, these cultists were have murdered several of theirs, you know, any death is a blow to humanity, and people file yes. past. And you know, <laughs> absolutely. There's a there's a somber a somber mood in White Sparrow today. Uh, Kaloff? Uh, so while the very respectful music is mm. playing, I'm going to um, investigate. I'm going to roll the investigation, of course, um, but investigate the coldest. Just find out, see if they have any letters from family and friends, any photos, anything so that I can reach mm -hmm. out to the families just to make sure that they know that their uh, loved ones uh, have been lost. Uh, and sure. Uh, as well as any other things that might happen to mm -hmm. be discovered. <laughs> give me so a you're quick do that <laughs> and take all their money. Yeah, well, give me a, <laughs> give me a quick investigation. Totally yeah. looking for next of kin information. Just don't mind me. I just got a few coins here. Uh, seventeen. All right. Uh, you rifle through the two lesser cultists. Uh, each of them did have those mean-looking daggers, and as you're inspecting the daggers, they have uh, they're kind of they have jeweled pommels. Uh, each of them has like a little label on them to keep so they wouldn't, you know, get mixed up. And you figure out mm -hmm. that the cultists were named Arad and Welma. Uh, but those jewel daggers are probably worth a nice 20 gold pieces each. Sweet. Sweet. So that's what you find on the two lesser cultists. Uh, anyone else want to do anything? No, are we sure that's not the daggers' names? Right. <laughs> could be, could be. No, it says very clearly, this dagger belongs to you. Oh, yeah, property is found. into it is. Yeah, if found, please return to Wilma. <laughs> yeah. CO, Cult of Dusk. Yes. It, it could be a dust. It's unclear, like the lettering. It's yeah. all smeared. Yeah. D-U. God, I wish they wouldn't write in cursive. Yeah. <laughs> so spooky. Anyone mm. else? Uh, so you've looked at Theron's scroll. I don't know if anyone has bothered to search Theron himself he's pretty i'll, I'll search there i'm, I'm down still for that standing over. Oh, there you go go for it all right not a dragon quick investigation check 13 all right uh theron also has a fancy jeweled dagger uh his is fancier um mm. the dagger itself is worth 20 gold pieces but there's like a big uh black opal uh in the uh in the hilt that you could pop right out and that's worth another 50 gold pieces just by itself 
Uh, Theron also has, uh, you know, he's got some weird, he's got like a journal, but it's all weird. His handwriting is awful. Um, and tuck, but tucked into that journal, uh, there is kind of a bleached piece of parchment and it looks like a map. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I will call a huddle of all of my new friends here and, mm-hmm. uh, show them this map. Yep, that's a map, all right. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. You know, I'm, sometimes I'm not sure. <laughs> Can we read the map? Like, what language is, is it, it in? Uh, it seems primarily... The language of cartography. Pict- yeah, pic- pictorial in nature. <laughs> Excellent. I love picture maps. Mm. <laughs> that's my... That's, like, number two on my top ten favorite types of maps. Mm-hmm. No, top four. Top, top four. four favorite top types mm. of maps. I blew that one. Definitely blew I that know. one. I got you, Dan. Thanks, I Dan. got you. What, yeah. what, are, what are people's uh, other favorite types of maps? How many types of maps are <laughs> Atlases, triptychs, Atlas. Google Maps. Mm. I mean, I guess it could be, like, a, like a really topographical map. Ooh, um, topographical. Like, that might be like great. Yeah. Map. Area or, like, map. a written... Like a mall directory. Mm. Do I mm. recognize anything on the map in terms of local landmarks or? Yeah, give me a, give me, <laughs> I guess that's probably just an intelligence. <laughs> well, Check. also not my strong suit, but sure. Yeah, see if I'm familiar with you. <laughs> okay, that's five. <laughs> <laughs> with my minus one from my dump stat, which is uh, intelligence. Ah, yes, the Dando. sword coast. <laughs> Dando, I will tell you, I will generously generously tell you you're so kind i will generously tell you that the map does seem to be of the local area and specifically white sparrow is right like in the middle of the map it says in, in large letters yeah white sparrow. like there's like like you, can tell by you, are, you are here there's a there's an image there's of a, a big hand. hand there's yeah. a bunch of other stuff on the map but you really get distracted by that hand. oh guys this is weird get. there's a picture of a different town but the hand is upside down <laughs> <laughs> You're, somebody else realizes that uh, Diendo is holding the map upside down. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Diendo. I got it. Is there anything else marked on the map? Can I look at that? Yeah. Uh, Gwyvern, why don't you give me, uh, just do a, an intelligence check. So D20 plus your intelligence modifier. Okay. 14. All right. You're looking at the map and you see... There's a variety of local landmarks in and around uh, White Sparrow that would probably serve as navigational points. Uh, but specifically, there's mapped, marked on the map, uh, there's like a path. And the path leads from White Sparrow to it looks like probably some kind of indication of a campsite a couple miles outside of White Sparrow. And then uh, the path continues from the campsite to some kind of ruins uh, in the kind of in the hills and the mountains north and east of White Sparrow. Okay. Huh, cool. Neat. Well, let's go to the pub. <laughs> that sounds like a, a place we should go uh, visit and maybe return the daggers or potentially see if uh, we can figure out why they were here, why they came to White Sparrow, maybe why they're sad or why Theron was sad. Because I don't know. <laughs> well, they're not sad anymore. Them. Yeah. Who was the first person that got hit in the when the fighting happened? Uh, not, a was... not a dragon. Not a dragon. Oh, oh no! no. Didn't no. Get hit, got no. aimed at. I, no, the, yeah. uh, the, the, I was the first. town person. There was a, yeah. oh the oh the town person. El- ah. Eldith, the butcher's assistant, was the first to be taken mm. down by the cult. Should we go talk to the butcher? Is he dead? To I'm find sorry. out maybe why El-Death? his assistant was target. E L D E T H. Perfectly reasonable. Mm. That's how you spell medieval Megadeth. name. Yeah. Do you want to talk to the butcher? 
Yeah, let's go talk yeah. to the butcher. All right. Uh, the butcher is inside his shop, his butchery, if you will, uh, just just <laughs> down the street from you. He is sobbing and chopping up a large, uh, large animal. He is he is he's butching <laughs> through his 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 grief. I'm sorry. Uh, cutting up these animals always up. makes me cry a little bit. <laughs> uh, to play that butcher, <laughs> please welcome to the podcast, Dan Moore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how can I help you guys today? That's uh, why I don't you, eat those onion cows. Um, do you need some Diendo, you might know as a as a regular in White Sparrow, you would know that the uh this is uh Butcher Guibert, uh local butcher in What's White up, Butch? O- the only butcher in White Sparrow. And the best butcher in White Sparrow, don't you forget it. Can I get you and guys it- some steaks today? What are you looking for? Uh top roast. <laughs> I understand you have an opening for an assistant. <laughs> Oh, too soon, Diendo. Okay. <laughs> Next so week, have... though, well, yes, I'll be hiring. <laughs> Sorry to hear about your assistant, by the way, and also see him get hit by lightning and killed. Um, very sorry. And uh, wondering if he had any enemies that you know of that might want to, um, you know, shoot him with a bolt of lightning. Uh, do butchers have enemies? I think everybody loves butchers. I, I'm not cows. sure that this not was cows. specifically uh, <laughs> targeted, but it was, I mean... I guess strange bolts of lightning could happen to anyone. Did you did you see who did it? Uh, yeah, he was <laughs> a guy in a robe. A robe said he was oh. from the, the cult of Must. Dust. Must. I don't. Oh. Dust. I think it was Sorry, Musk. Dust. Musk. Must. Okay, it was one of those. Must. Do you know of any cults in the area? Uh, well, uh, there was a group that came through a few weeks back. They wore these robes. That were, I think, uh, oh, they're black and purple or something like that. And I don't know. Yeah, they did have some weird name, like the cult of uh, Fluster or something like that. Trust, I, trust could have been, could have been Crust. that. I can't say I pay a lot of attention to uh, to that cult talk. Did they have weird daggers like this one that I found on the leader? Uh, I don't. I, I don't think I got close enough to see their daggers, but uh, yeah. There was something, I don't know, a friend of mine was out and I think he saw some of them in the woods somewhere uh, just outside of town doing some ritual or something like that. But uh, I don't know if I believe all of it. What time of day was that? Do you remember? What time of day? (laughs) Yeah. Well, let me think back. I was cutting up a lamb, I think. so. Not not too early, not too late. The sun was kind of setting. You could call it. Sunset. Twilight. As I recall, the moon was twilight. Twilight. Okay. <laughs> they should have called themselves the Cult of Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Legally distinct. <laughs> Sparkling. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't see the uh, the event myself. I did hear some rumbling of thunder over the last few days. It felt like it was coming from the mountains, even though it didn't look like there was a storm or anything. But... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Can't say I truck much with cultists, unless it's the cult of trucking with cultists, in which case, you know, all, all in favor. <laughs> uh, which which mountains uh, did you hear that lightning thunder thing? Uh, the ones just outside of town, to the uh, what the some west northwest area, maybe northeast, maybe northeast. northeast. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a cartographer. I'm a butcher. <laughs> maybe, maybe no these, says the butcher's wife from behind the, from the back room. <laughs> oh, I always listen to Elma. She knows what she's talking about, direction wise. Yeah, it is Elma's world. I find. Mm. 
Does she have a favorite map? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what kind of maps do you like? What's the ones you're always going on? <laughs> I like I like I like those sea maps where they show oh, how yeah, deep the sea good. is by how blue yeah. the blue oh, yeah. is. Oh, I love those maps. Yeah, there's yeah. sometimes yeah. just like dragons on them or monsters. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good choice. Good choice. I love that. Anyway, yeah. I, I heard some yelling in the square right before that terrible incident befell my assistant. Did you uh, you said they were in robes? I don't know if you you didn't recognize any of them. I guess you seem like you're all new here. Could you describe? They seem to them? not like this town very much. Hmm, that seems odd. White Sparrow's a lovely place to live. Voted top three places to live in this area. <laughs> they they seemed like uh, Theron or the 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 main guy seemed like he had an experience in White Sparrow and was really sad. Like his heart was really hurt. So. Can you think of any incidents recently, maybe where someone maybe was made fun of or like someone stole something other than all of the other times that we've I've heard that there's <laughs> been people visiting, but like made fun of. we don't we don't Have make ever... fun of people here in White Sparrow. We're a, we're a loving and a wonderful community and we treat everybody with respect and dignity. Have you ever heard hey, of unless... Theron? Oh, Theron! Uh, oh, Theron! <laughs> Theron Blackfoot! Oh, that 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 dolt! Uh, yeah, he was a real real prince. Uh, he used to work in the stables. Uh, oh. What a what a dweeb! <laughs> <laughs> the stables, you say? Yeah, he was a stable hand in the over at the uh, at the inn for a little while, um, but he just he couldn't get anything right. He wouldn't know how to shoe a horse if he. Uh, you know, if it was wearing socks. <laughs> classic, oh, classic, oh, classic boy, horse saying. Oh, it's, yeah. it's really easy. You just walk up to him and you go, shoe, horse, shoe. Mm, yeah, see? <laughs> you could be a stable hand. <laughs> to the stables. <laughs> to the stables. Well, I see you. <laughs> well, to you the around, stables. Uh, stables, you know, it's a big barn. Uh, there's a couple horses there, some empty stalls. There's an old uh, grizzled man uh, who seems to be uh, the stable master. And to play that stable master, the finest assistant regional dungeon master available for what I am offering in pay, it is the one, the only, the Dan Morin. Hi, uh, I will be debuting my role of Grizzled Old Man, a role which I feel like I am increasingly close to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who wants to, uh, to lead things off with conversing with our stable master among the player characters. Who's the face of this this motley crew that has been thrown together by events unfolding? I have like no charisma, so it shouldn't <laughs> be me. Not unusual for Tiff, you're great. a bard no, don't, or a don't paladin to be the. <laughs> it's not unusual for a bard or a paladin who generally mm. have higher charisma than the rest. I to literally be loved have negative one charisma. One. Yeah. Mm. You do. There, I guess there is a reason, Tiff. You were hanging out on a roof away from people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very consistent. Yeah. You do have, in addition to your emo uh, elf, you do have, uh, you do have a bard and a paladin. Those are two sparkly people who, you know. What's I on push the, the sparkly one in front of me and make sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I will be sparkly and uh, do the thing. But me as Kathy Campbell here, I have no idea what to ask. So, mm. um, yeah, Keyloth can figure it out. Herself. Well, hello there. <laughs> Hi, uh, we 
I totally forgot why we even were coming <laughs> to this. Welcome to the stable. Just... Ta- that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have some questions? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. The park's closed. Moose out front should have told oh. you. She's like, like, "Do you have unicorns?" Oh. And we're like, "No." That's not the question. <laughs> Sorry, just normal horses. Are you sure? Okay. Anyways, uh, so we heard that we had a visit from a former one of your former uh, stable hands. Oh, I've uh, had many. They've been. They yeah. come. They come and go. <laughs> uh, so, uh, does the name Theron oh, ring a bell? Oh, that's that Weasley little kid. Yeah, he was here a couple years back. I uh, just. I took him on as a favor to a, a friend. He's a kid. You know how it is. It's a small town. And uh, yeah, he just, he didn't have it. He, he didn't have the stable life in him, if you know what I mean. He stares off in the distance for a second. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, the most unstable stable hand available. I had to let but him go. you know go. when you only have one stable. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, how did how did that go though? How did he seem to take it? Not well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was gonna assume that. I was gonna yeah, guess. he was very angry. Uh, he said he uh, would be back someday. I'd regret this. Blah blah blah. I gotta be honest. I couldn't be bothered to listen for very long. I got a lot of business mm. here. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because it does. He did seem come like back. He did you know. come back. Yeah. Oh. And he disintegrated the butcher's assistant. <laughs> Not the butcher though. <laughs> Uh, no, we talked to the butcher. The butcher's He's fine. Still fine. So still not very good at his job, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't rest, even hit rest, the butcher. Rest in peace, Theron. Uh. <laughs> uh, what, you say he come back. He's, he's vaporizing people. That's calling seems... down lightning from the sky. Yes, from the sky. That doesn't sound like the idiot I knew. Uh, well, he did make some noise about going off to join. A cult, I said. Good riddance, you know. Ah, it seems. What was it a cult of? Do you recall? Mm, yeah, I, I think. Was it the Blue Oyster Cult? Because I hate them. <laughs> they worship Blue Oyster. No, no, it was. A, I don't want. I don't want to say it too loud, but I think it was a cult of lust. I just. Oh. I <laughs> okay. Interested now. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't seem like the kind of cult he really. How much? Maybe I'm misremembering the name. It was. Uh, it was a couple years back. Like I said. Seems like there are a lot of cults around here that sound like that. Yeah, it's a big cult. It's territory. hard to tell them apart after a while. Yeah, they all blend together. You know how it is. It's one day they got purple and black robes, the next day they got green and red robes. I just I can't keep it all straight. I'm a simple man. I work with horses and occasional other hoofed creatures. Tony, were the robes of these dudes purple and black? Indeed, they were. Okay. All right, I yes, think uh, and we should go to the yes. woods. Look for this yeah. cult of lust. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Can, we, uh, can we take a quick rest first? I would and love to heal tables. up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, man. None of us have this, hooves, you get, I guess, you, get so. this, you get the sense that this is not a great place to take a short rest. Like this. <laughs> you know, you know I've of, been sleeping in your loft for the last five weeks, right? A lot, a lot of those <laughs> horses have sh- shifty eyes. Several of them are in the back. There's a game of craps going on. <laughs> well, you're always welcome here. Hold on, hold on, you hold know. on. Here's, here's some Nutty! Oh, yeah, some quality foley. Is that what we need? You know, like, I've yeah. been in a few stables. There's always a game of craps. I got a hot here. All right. Boxcars. But how do the horses roll the dice? That's my question. Carefully. Yeah. She's got really they big have... dice that they kick. Yeah. Yeah. Rolling yeah, down the hill. There we go. Yeah. Special horse dice. 
Well, you all have a good day, then. If you have any horse needs, just remember Norbert's is the place to come to. Great, thank you. So we never we saw Norbert. Norbert. Keep that in mind, Norbert. Thank you. Norbert the stable hand and Gwibbert the butcher. <laughs> Great names. They're cousins. Totally. Are they related? Is the Bert like their, their yeah, last name? They're cousins. Okay. Yeah, Norbert. It's a small town. Gwibbert. So Look, let's, uh, let's all Don't make the... fun of my names that I made up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I say we all go on over to the pub, have a drink and a nap, whoever needs it. And uh, we start looking at this scroll a little bit more closely before we head all off right. into the woods. Like Why don't plan. you make your way to the Ever Shady Tavern? Have yourself a nice midday. Is it called the Ever Shady uh, Tavern? I love that name. And, uh, and get the benefit of a short rest if you so need. I believe that if anyone needs healing... Uh, a bard could play a song of rest. Ooh, yes. Okay. That would be great. I love a song of rest. Free bird. What do I do? So it's <laughs> an extra, extra D6 when we heal. Yes, if you are going to spend... So in the short rest, you can spend your hit dice, uh, which should be the list on your sheet. If you're using D&D Beyond, you can also hit the uh, rest button, I think, up at the top. There may even be a short, short rest, rest button. Yep. Uh, yep. And it will sort of do that for you. Um, but you can get an extra D6 if you spend a hit die and add that to your, your hit points. The, the die might be slightly different for some people, right? Uh, yes, your hit dice are different from, from yeah. character mm-hmm. to character, D10. but the D6 would be the same. Okay. Yeah. So I will click the short rest button t- and click take short rest and then roll my D10 for my hit dice and the D6 for the song of rest. Correct? Yeah. Okay. You get your constitution modifier. You get your constitution modifier added to your your Ah. hit die. Guyvern, what is your uh, what are your top hits for Song of Rest? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have uh, Rockabye horses. Mm. Classic. (laughs) A classic. It's a duet. Um, Mm. Anybody else wants to play play the the violin? Yeah, I'll I'll accompany. Brings a tear to the eye of the patrons in the bar. Mm. They're all soon snoring away. (laughs) (laughs) Bartenders like you're including the bartender killing my business here. (laughs) In my in my line of work, snoring is almost as good as clapping. (laughs) That is the attitude you want. It's not yelling or throwing things. Yeah, anything or not throwing. Yeah. Yeah, good positive. All right, so I'm back to 16 out of 20. Right. As far as throwing things, it depends what they throw, really. Mm. Well, I mean, Dan was referencing Tom vegetables. Jones earlier. Mm. Oh. True. He used to get stuff thrown at him all the time. That's true. It was not unusual. Stephen. Mm. Um. Yes, Tonifer? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do we... So you've taken a short rest. Uh, you are inspecting. Um, did people want to inspect the uh, scroll some more? I think yes. uh, not a dragon inspected it a decent amount last time and did learn uh, some things. Does anyone yes. have the ability to see if this has any magic? Uh, not a dragon. Yeah. I think you know that it, it does. Yeah, it was a magic. It was drawing on a the plane of shadow. Is that what you said last time? Yeah. It was, um, it was drawing magic from the plane of shadow, which sounds very dangerous and scary. Mm-hmm. Don't be so pejorative. 
So oh, we've got the the scroll and the map. Yep, you got a scroll and a map and a, a weird st- weird weird journal that and a journal. No, yeah, but it's all the handwriting is awful. It might be in code or it might just be that he has horrible handwriting. And the okay. scroll is kind of used up at this point, right? We couldn't yeah. use it to call down our own lightning at this point. Uh, you know, do a does that seem like a good idea check? <laughs> All right, that sounds like intelligence or wisdom. Yeah, I'll tell, I'll t- your choice. Right. Do, do your choice. <laughs> Three. Uh, seems like seems plausible. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah, let's not. Uh, but let us guess. Maybe go to the mountains that the stable to the mountains. You do so. Your map has two two locations that seems to indicate a campsite a couple miles away, and then some ruins or some kind of uh, building in the mountains uh, further past the campsite uh, northeast. So you you have two potential destinations, but they're They're both both in the same direction, correct? Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's Theoretically, stop at you that could campsite. cut the corner and go direct to the faraway one if you wanted. Yeah. Probably not. Let's check out the campsite first. There's probably information yeah. there, at least. All right. So that's that's the plan? Yes. All right. Uh, let me do some stuff in roll 20. So you head out uh, from the uh, from the town of White Sparrow to the campsite uh it takes you you know not too long maybe a two hour uh walk over the rolling countryside of the valley that white sparrow is located in and you eventually arrive uh at a campsite that's uh kind of up along the wall of a small canyon that's been kind of carved out by a nearby stream Uh, a half dozen fire pits have been dug in the sandy ground there's some kind of tattered remains of some tents there's a lot of kind of there's like some kind of large circle made out of black ash uh, around where the uh, the fire pits are, um, and it, it, it's it's weird. The, the air here is very dry. Uh, you know, you're kind of on a on a on like a dried out stream bed next to the smaller stream that's still running. So the area is kind of uh, sandy uh, and a little bit shadowy here uh, in this kind of little canyon that has been carved out. But there is clearly a campsite here. Uh, three uh, old dirty looking tents are, are are still here staked out next to the uh the stream. Is there any sign of any old dirty looking people in the old dirty looking tents? Uh just it's pretty obvious just looking around the tents uh do not have any occupants, though it does look like they have some things uh suggesting that probably somebody intended to return to these at some point. I suspect we've murdered all of them at this point. I uh, I go over to the first tent and I start um, digging around and all their stuff. Mm-hmm. I love uh, um, I love stuff. One. Cool. You start searching around. Uh, give me some quick investigation checks. Anyone who's searching a tent. Is that a twenty that we roll for that? Yep. I'm going to help Alan over here. Twelve. Uh, Eighteen. Ooh. Yeah, you're j- digging around. Four. It's just it's kind of just old junk. Uh, there's some other, they've got like a couple changes of clothes. There's a bedroll. Uh, there's some, you know, kind of old rations that it looks like they might be prepared to eat uh, if they need, you know, a couple band t-shirts, a um, lot of knickknacks. Um, nothing, nothing. Uh I don't know. What are some, what are some of the really good uh, bands that have toured through uh, 
through White Sparrow. Uh, help me out here. Black Falcon. Black Falcon. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're good. The White Stripes. Yeah. White Stripes. Flock of Birds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flock of Birds. Yep. Meat Nothing. Shadow. Mm. Meat Shadow. Yeah. They, 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 they played here. Meat Shadow. Gee, they played this terrible, terrible venue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. there was a one-man acapella guy that came through named Bobby McFerrin, I think was his name. Uh, Steve, I was trying to work a Don't Worry, Be Happy joke in last time, and I just <laughs> did not get it out in time. It's never too late. You are all telling me, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I venture over north over here to this strange like blood circle. Yeah. So on the north side of camp, there's these there's six fire pits, which is strange. Seems like usually, especially for a camp that seems like probably only three people uh, were, were, were staying here. Seems like more than one fire pit, probably overkill. Certainly, okay, so you don't, you're bad at sharing. Maybe one fire pit per person, but six fire pits. Uh, they've all been kind of dug out here on the sandy ground, which I guess is, you know, that's good, good fire safety. Uh, but specifically, it seems like probably, you know, some wood was burned here. And then using the ash left over from the burning, uh, someone has drawn a large circle of black ash uh, and and then and inscribed a bunch of glyphs into the circle so that the uh, there's kind of this strange, you know, does not look like your traditional cook fire so much as perhaps something magical or ritualistic um, mm. going on here with these uh, six uh, fire pits. Do we know uh, what language those glyphs might be in? Uh, someone could give me uh, some kind of uh, arcana check on them. I'll do an arcana check. It's a critical 23. All right. You recognize uh, the symbols as similar to that of the spell scroll, and you think that this is some kind of ritual circle uh, connected to the the plane of shadows. And specifically, mm. not a dragon, uh, you feel like if disturbing this would be uh, potentially quite dangerous and that there may still be magic at work here and that suddenly right. this feels this abandoned uh, campsite suddenly feels a little more dangerous than it did a second ago. I call out to everyone don't step in the circle <laughs> it may still be dangerous. <laughs> the end calls out from inside the circle what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Just no kidding. Traps. Okay, okay, okay. No, I carry really. a journal with me, so I copy it down. He's not that dumb. Look, I have an eight intelligence. That's just slightly worse than average, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what you've, you've determined about the magical nature of this uh, these fire pits, not a dragon. Uh, other things that you might want to do here? Do we know what language it is yet? Uh, it seems to be they're, they're kind of like ancient arcane roots. It's the so same not even really a scroll. language per se, yeah. okay. um, so much as symbols. So I I copy all the runes down in my journal just in okay. case we need them. Does her journal <laughs> explode? No, no, because that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning shoots out of your journal. Just a little flame flicker. Mm. Are there any? Is there anything interesting in the fire pit still smoldering smoldering away? You want to give me a quick uh, investigation check on one of those? Yeah, I love those. You love those. That's an eight. <laughs> all right um so you're poking around one of the fire pits uh seems like it it is uh didn't have as big a fire as the others and it looks like there's some stuff that was in the fire pit but not totally burned up in it mm. that's what i'll give you for an eight 
some stuff. Stuff. Hey, guys, I, I found some stuff. Good news. Anybody else want to have a look? Might be interesting. Uh, what is that, a perception? What are we rolling yeah. to, to see yeah. what that Yeah, or investigation. Is? Oh, you didn't say I could do perception. Well, <laughs> I suspect you're similar at them, right? No, I'm much better at perception. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm wise. I have a 14 investigation or a... Oh, no, 15 investigation. 14 investigation or 15 perception. All right. Uh, you notice that there seem to be some uh, scraps of parchment that are burned, but not completely burnt. Some charred scraps of parchment. Ooh, a puzzle. That are kind of, that are kind of stuck in the sand of the fire pit. <laughs> well, you may have already won. <laughs> Try and figure out what can we can we put the pieces together yeah. and see if it says anything do you want to like pull them dangerous. out of the fire pit <laughs> yeah all oh, right wait uh oh wait 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 i know do i, I know wait. <laughs> <laughs> too late, do you do you like that. <laughs> that was a question i asked <laughs> all right i did it i did it all, all right it. and answer <laughs> all right i get okay. i hesitated i gave you a chance um <laughs> so um as you uh as you as you pull out these uh these these burnt scraps of paper uh, and you've got you've got a couple of them there. I'm um, a picker. I can't help it. You what? I'm a picker. I can't help yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So you've got them. So they they are now. I've been yours. waiting to write on something with my new um, pen. Um, but at the same <laughs> time that you do that, uh, there the the fire pits all suddenly blaze to life, filled with shimmering of violet flames, and those flames seem to kind of coalesce, and three kind of shadowy ethereal figures uh, form within the circle and, and kind of stare at you with empty sockets of their ghostly eyes. <laughs> this must be the cult of lust. Hello. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to do things, <laughs> but I'm going to roll initiative for these things. <laughs> you know. That's just what the shadows sound like. Thank you, Dan. Welcome. Quality, quality, quality shadowing. Mm. Um, I'm not going to roll a d12. That's a rookie mistake. See, see, see. That's why you got to put the numbers on the container so you don't roll the 12 instead of the 20. Honestly, I just, I just shouldn't have a 12 on my desk because it's like that's not going to come up today. Also, think. a solution. Yeah. 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 Who uses a d12? They're, they're in a really? box now. Not a barbarian. Right. Who cares? Uh, the shadows have rolled an eighteen. Oh wow! Did you all you all put numbers in already? Excellent. We did. We're good. You're good. We know what uh, we're about. The Yendo is the first to respond with a twenty-three. The shadows have rolled an eighteen. Uh, Gwyvern has rolled seventeen. Kalof fifteen. Not a dragon thirteen, and Alan twelve. So Alan, you are. Alan, you are you are look. Hey, hey, hey! You don't get to run away. You are run away. You are just you are looking at your burnt parchments in amazement, unaware of the shadowy figures that have uh, risen up in the uh, the circle just in front of you. Um, oh, all right, uh, Deendo, you get to go first. Yeah, I don't know about things described as shadows. They seem like the sort of thing that requires a magic weapon to that would actually be, do any decent damage. They it seems likely that uh that they're going to resist non-magical weapons, but I would also suspect as a party of level 2 and level 3 characters, you know, your your resources are limited. <laughs> Indeed. Um so that's not great. Not not the huh. best. You know? Hey, look on the bright side. 
You got those great burnt parchments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I strongly suspect that um, that these shadows are not friendly. That seems very likely. They appeared inside of a circle full of violet fire, not traditionally, and they look threatening. Yes. Yeah. Hello. So I think I'm going to slip past Alon here and engage with the southeasterly shadow. And I will see what happens if I stick my spear in it. All right. Sure, it'll be fine. Uh, that is 18. All right. I will tell you, it is hard to hit a shadow, but 18 is enough. And you Good. stab at the shadow. Now, the tricky thing here is these shadows are like, they're kind of ephemeral and like you're, you're, your spear like goes in, but it's a little bit like you're stabbing water. So these shadows are resistant to, they've got a long block here, acid, cold, fire, lightning, thunder, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical weapons. So probably most of the things that you're able to do are going to be half damage to them. Um, right. Probably, you know, you, you are all level two. You've traveled a little bit. Uh, I will just tell you. Uh, that probably a sh- you could kind of conclude whether you've seen anything like this or heard stories about it or read a book about it, that they probably don't like radiant damage, uh, but are basically resistant or immune to a lot of physical types of damage. So Also, point of spe- order, Tony, what time of day is it? Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, early afternoon. Okay. So these Does shadows that perhaps really are not as effective in uh, daylight. It's... They're in a shadowy, shadowy canyon. They're fine. They're shadowy men on a shadowy mm. planet. So <laughs> You're trying effective. I, does it does it say anything about their, that, that? Oh yeah, they the specifically adventure? have weakness in sunlight. <laughs> does the adventure say mm. that, it, that they're in sunlight now? Uh, it does not. But it, I'm just I'm just checking what time it is. Mm. Okay. I think they're in the. I think it's a shadowy uh, um, canyon. So. Uh, You're a shadowy canyon. Yeah. So, uh, Diando, you hit the shadow. <sighs> yes. Um, were he not resistant, he would have taken eight damage from the spear. I'm going to do so four instead, damage. To I this. assume he will do four. Yep. And uh, Diando says, ha, just as I thought, you're resistant. Great. And then <laughs> punches it twice in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> what was that butt punch? Shadows have butts. Uh, depends how far down they. I think they have butts. I don't think they have calves. <laughs> mm, mm. Like it just uh, it suspect... tra- they trail off before there. That makes sense. <laughs> t- t- some, suspect... some some of the shadows have thighs. Some don't. It depends. You know. I don't think either of those is going to hit. Uh, uh, eight and an eleven. Uh, they will not. You're punching furiously, but you're having a hard time clipping the shadow. It's hard to find the butt on a shadow. My fists go right through the butts <laughs> to the other side. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, um, yeah. So, huh? Yep. Trying to decide if I want to stay engaged with this guy or not. Because mm. I could disengage. I mean, I if you're going to break it off, you you should return the ring. Yeah. It's just respectful. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, no, I'm going to stay right here. All right. Why not? Uh, well, I think it is the shadow's turn. Dan, what do you think? I think the shadows are going to move out of the circle uh, in the direction of an assortment of uh, prey. Well, a couple of them are clearly going to go for Diendo and Alon. Yeah, I think I think Diendo, Alon, and not a dragon are probably the targets, like just by proximity to the uh, the circle of ash. Uh, so they are going to go for them. 
And uh, Dan, it looks like these shadows have a very unique type of attack that they do. Indeed. Uh -oh. They do a so thing great. called strength drain. Oh, God. This, so this is great, everybody. They reach out <laughs> with a little finger towards Diendo's chest, and they sort of try to poke him directly in the chest. And uh, as a result, let's see what happens. Uh, Diendo, 18. That'll hit. You will take uh, nine points of necrotic damage. Ooh. Good boy. That's not good. And uh, I'm going to roll another die here. Don't worry about it too much. If I can find it. All right, I won't worry yeah, about it. Don't worry about it. Take it easy. Can't find that one. Find another one. Oh, there it is. Hid behind my beer. That's why. Uh, your strength score is reduced by one. Hmm. That's fun. Uh, keep in mind that if you make strength-based attacks, that may or may not affect your modifier. I don't. Okay. All right. I suspect something similar is going to happen to Alon and not a dragon. Well, or at least attempt to happen. Alon, uh, 13 versus your armor class. I'm 14. Ah, oh, so it reaches nice. out, but you dodge nimbly out of the way. Oh, wait. Let Saw me what happened dodge. to Diendo. Whee! <laughs> uh, not a dragon, 17. That's a hit. <laughs> Nine necrotic damage, and your strength score is reduced by also one. Ow. Um, I, I am weaker. going to... Just like, oh, everything's so heavy today. I'm using my reaction. I am pointing right back at him and casting Hellish Rebuke. Oh. Uh, which means he must make a dex save. I got it. 13. Uh, I got an 18. He did very well. All right, so he takes... Uh, much. Eleven fire damage no, no, no. divided by I got two. It. Yeah. Oh, got it. He does half damage on this. Yeah, half damage on his save. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. So it was uh eleven so damage to by five fire damage. Okay. Uh, and this is magic, so it will take it. It's right? magic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is it? Was it fire damage or or? Fire damage. It's still resisted then. Is that oh, true? Really? Oh, yes, because yeah. Keely, I, I enjoy that the D&D uh, &D writers know how to use a semicolon. It's yeah. Acid, cold, <laughs> fire, lightning, thunder, semicolon, bludgeon, piercing, nice. and slashing uh, from non-magical okay. attacks. All right. Also, hemp and damage. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of that. I guess it takes two fire damage yeah. then. Great job. Um, two is better than zero. Mm -hmm. That's true. Just keep remembering that. Did you say lightning in there in that list of things? I did. Acid, cold, <laughs> fire, lightning, thunder. Thunder. Okay. All right. The shadows have gone. Now, there's only one type of enemy here, so all of you get a chance to go before the shadow. We have your default initiative, uh, is like, but theoretically, you could like hold your turn until after an ally if there's any kind of strategy that you want to use. So... But, uh, Wait, who? I suggest using strategy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so question about D&D &D Beyond for spell slots with a paladin. Is there a, a box that I check so I know how many I have? Usually, if you look at your spell list, there should be a couple empty check boxes. It says slots next to it. Okay, if you click okay, the little I'll... cast button, it'll fill in one of them for you. 
Okay. So I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, under my other inactions, I have divine smite, which means when I hit with a melee weapon, I can expend one spell slot to deal mm-hmm. 2d8 extra yep. radiant damage. Yeah. So if you look at these, do you have spell slots currently or do you not? Is Paladin, you're what, level two? Yeah. It looks like I ha- it says first level on the left and then on the right, it has two boxes yep. with slots. So you slots. have two spell okay. slots. Okay. Okay. I, it, very confusing. Um. Okay, so I have, if I hit with my melee weapon, regardless mm-hmm. of what damage takes, I can then also do the extra radiant damage. And radiant is on the list of acceptable things to go against fact, shadows. That's actually In fact, they're vulnerable to radiant. Okay. So, so they take double, double damage. Double damage. Sweet! Double damage. Double damage. That doesn't really work. Yeah. <laughs> that's not saying. Uh... Okay, so that would be good. Anyone does anyone else have any spells or attacks of the sort that are not with sharp pointy sticks? I think I can hit them well with my Eldritch Blast, which does force damage, which I did not hear on your list. Very little resists force damage. It's just I have a fog cloud that I'm gonna possibly try, then maybe we could all run. Also an option. Also an option. But uh, being and, that they're and, shadows, it might just like make it better for them. I'm not sure. <laughs> right. You don't have an option for sun cloud, do you? Because they'd hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, uh, shadows on your wedding day. <laughs> isn't it ironic? It's <laughs> actually fairly normal. Yep. Because uh, it makes I, for better pictures, really. Because I also have thaumaturgy, so we could add like something to the fog. Where it's like sparkles, but I mean, yes, I mean, probably. I'm shadows are like on brand, <laughs> sparkly. Yeah, distracting. That's but nice. I, I like that. <laughs> and then we run. Anyway. I was one. I was wondering. I have uh, thunder wave, uh, uh, but I was trying to figure out what kind of damage that. It presumably it, thunder damage. It does thunder damage. Oh, thunder which damage is a kind. They resist. It's okay. They resist. It's like okay. sound waves. Okay. Audio damage. It's like turning up your headphones too high. So uh, <laughs> you can just move in initiative order unless somebody has something bold that they want to say, like, wait, let's do all do this or something. Um, I, I don't really know that. Uh, of the ch- shadows that we have, um, which is the least. Uh, which has had, has sustained the most damage so far? Probably the, the one, one Diego punched. That's yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. but not, not by a lot. The only the one middle. that's taken any damage, actually. Yeah, and he okay. only took two points, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Four, four, four. So, so you want me to try throwing a fog cloud. What do you want to do? Running? Yes. Oh. Um. No. I'm. I'm just saying yes to your question mark. I'm. I'm not sure what to do because my um. I mean, the other weapons that I have are crossbow, dagger, and rapier. And those seem like they wouldn't be effective either against the shadow. Yeah. They'll do half damage, so they will do some, but yeah, they won't do a full amount. Yeah. Okay. Well, then uh, let me go uh, try taking a shot at Diendo's... 
Shadow. Yeah, shot at the end. Take it. Green Excellent. Green the <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it. That, that you know do. what? Steve is always so smug. I think a, a crossbow bolt will just, <laughs> just right take the, the edge off. Right? Just take the edge off. Just let him know. You know. So I can Steve, move. No, don't shoot me in the butt. Uh, also, that's a, 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 a game question is how, what's, the, um, what's the scale of this map? The squares? Each square should be, if I did it right, five feet. You okay. can move 30 feet, so you could move six squares if you wanted. From where okay. you are, you can see, mm-hmm. you can, you have a, you can shoot any of the shadows. It's a small enough campsite. So, okay. Uh, but if you wanted to say, shoot and then take cover behind a tent or something like that, you are certainly free. To. I see. So, um, you said you want to attack the, uh, the one, the, yeah. there's three shadows, left shadow, right shadow, center shadow. Uh, y- you want to go for, uh, actually, I forget I which one like- Dando was fighting. He um, was fighting the the one to to my west to your west. Yeah. All right. All right. This one. You want to fire a crossbow crossbow bolt at that one? Okay. So I should move as far as I can, unless I wanted to take cover. But I'm I'm not taking cover. <laughs> not yet. I don't. They're, I'm they're unlikely to come after you yeah. if, if they're next to one of us because they'll they'll take damage yeah, potentially if they do. So why don't you roll a crossbow attack? Okay. Uh, should I move first or should I? I think you're fine where you are. I mean, you can see them okay. all from there. Okay. Um, crossbow attack, and that's uh, the 20. Mm-hmm. And I get that 20. Uh, that, uh, I rolled a 10 plus. Um, I get four, right? Yep. So 14. Okay. 14 is enough to hit a sh- uh, shadow. So you're, okay. you're crossbow bolt. Twangs to Christmas twang. They do now. Mm-hmm. Twang <laughs> out uh, and ripples through the shadow. There's kind of smoke oozing out of the hole in the shadow. And now you need to tell me how much damage you did. Okay. So I think for you it's a D8 plus, plus two. two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nine. Very good. All right. Sadly, it's only going to be half of that because, but you did four damage to that uh, shadow. I will tell you that shadow does not look as like solid as the other shadows mm. at this point. Mm. Um, anything else, uh, Guirvan? Um, well, I think I'll rest on my laurels for now. All right. Kaloth. All right. I am going to run up here uh, to attack the shadow that is in front of not a dragon. You can probably um, tell that I've been badly hurt since you're standing next to me now. Yes. Uh, which. Hold on. So I have the ability to do cure wounds as well. But is that an Is there if there's a bonus action healing thing you can do? How then you could still hit him. Bonus action. Um if you have just, healing word, that's a bonus action, but it does less healing. That's yeah, true. Yeah. I don't have healing word, just the full action. You also have a lay on hand. Oh, I do. Yes. Also requires an action, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I wonder, would it be better to use this action to heal or to hurt? Kathy, do you have anything that does radiant damage at I all? I do. If I hit and then I, I can do your a divine spell slide. You right? Your divine, yeah, divine smite, smite was like 2d8 damage and it'll be plus something else. So you might else. just be able to, to kill it okay. in one go. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're, so you're amongst the only ones amongst us that can do decent damage on it. So okay. I say you you hit hit it. Yeah. Okay. And All if right. he gets knocked down, then we'll think about healing him. Okay. <laughs> and I will mention <laughs> he gets knocked down. He gets, he gets up again. <laughs> yeah. We're going to keep him down. Quietburn, I will mention I did not realize how it works. You you have, could, uh, you have you have healing word, word also. I could So I should have tacked that onto the last action. That's fine. I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if Will. I don't know if we knew that Will was badly hurt. Uh, <laughs> yes, you theoretically. You I, I failed to report okay. that. Uh, yes. In time. Yeah. <laughs> Not a dragon is very. He's very stolid. stolid. So he's, he's, bleeding, stolid. he's bleeding out I'm very quietly. Fine. Yeah, like Iker is he is. Down he is red, so it's hard to tell when there's blood all over him. He's quietly he tucking Iker? his intestines back into his abdominal cavity. <laughs> it's all good. I keep them here. It's how I like it. I like to air them out every once in a while. Just really freshen them up. The dragon thing. Yeah. So not a dragon thing. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I will attack that shadow. All right. With my long sword. Do this smite thing that you do. I have a unicorn on the top of my dice, which means it's a crit. Woo! I suspect that this shadow is going to be no more, but let's do the math and find out how badly. How no badly. Is. A lot okay. of damage. So, so you definitely hit. So I definitely hit, which means just for the hit, I'm going to roll my d8 plus two, so five. Which means, uh, except it, when you do a crit, you double, double that. Oh, yeah. So roll, roll, roll a second d8. Twice. No, no, no. Yeah. You roll the you roll the d8 okay. twice. Uh, then a four. Uh, so what what have you rolled so far? A three and a four. Is yes. seven, seven plus two? You said yes. Nine damage. Okay. Right. Yes. So that's nine damage. It gets halved because it's just sword damage, right? Right. Except... All right. So you've done, and then there's some some smiting. Some happen, smiting. Right? Let's smite the thing. So I'm going but to roll my first d8. I, uh, is I, what? I think you get to roll it double. I think you get to roll you four do. d8 four because d8, you got a yeah. critical hit. Four okay. d8. Four d8 damage. Four d8. All right. So. Can someone um, help me with the math? I'm going to roll the dice many times. All right. I'll, I'll okay. keep track. Okay, so I got an eight. All right, eight. So I got a eight. two. Ten. Got a five. Dance out of fingers. Fifteen. 15. <laughs> and I got a two. Seventeen. Okay, so <laughs> then <laughs> it also says plus one D8 for each spell level higher than first but that's just used a first level okay okay and then plus 1d8 against undead or fiends is the shadow either of those undead it's undead right well then let's roll another one let's do it another two uh yeah you get to get double (laughs) you get a critical you roll all the dice twice so it's just correct sweet so i got a four 21 and a four 25 25 all right which because it's radiant Yes. It's then doubles. You just did 55 <laughs> damage in that entire turn. Is that what happens? I thought it was just 50. But... I think 50. 25 plus 25. All right. I am going to say that the entire, the, the shadowy canyon uh, is just illuminated with glowing radiance from your sword, Kaloth. And this is, this is not good for the other shadows. Uh, I'm going to put a little symbol on them that means that they have basically taken the effect of being in direct sunlight. Or being in the majesty of uh, what just happened, and the the shadow that you attacked is extremely dead. Are you uh, sure? Do you need to count the the hit points? 
it had 10 hit points and you did somewhere between 50 and more than 50 damage to it so it's gone not a dragon gives you a little golf clap it's a a shadow of itself so just to just remember like earlier your turn when you're like should i hurt things or should i help things the the answer is you're you're very good at hurting things you know but it hurts my heart when i hurt things Mm. The shadow uh, goes, vaporizes. Kaloth, anything else on your turn? I think that's it. Yeah, I, I think that's sufficient. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Good. Is that enough? <laughs> Not a dragon. I don't know how I'm going to follow that. Um, <laughs> Not dying is a I'll, good start. Don't I'll die. I'll work on it. Uh, I will. Let's see. We have already have one that's been badly damaged. I will mm-hmm. uh, throw an Eldritch Blast at that one. I'm uh, rolling a die, and it is 11. That's not great. Uh, Plus something? Just no, that's that's it. That's all the numbers I got. All right, the shadow kind of flickers out of existence as your Eldritch Blast cuts through mm-hmm. the air near it and then flickers back into existence. And I'll just I'll just stay over here, away all from right. all of the scary things <laughs> with smart. my eight hit points. Alon? So I have a couple languages under my belt that I mm. might be able to speak to these shadows. Um, I have my crossbow drawn just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you are crossbow is a language yes. in terms of the square you're really at. So what was that? You're you technically should be right underneath me. I I I dodged a. Uh, no, d- you, you avoided getting attacked. It doesn't actually move you. Okay, okay. You're like you move around <laughs> in the square. I'm back. Nice try. Yeah. You pull I a just, matrix. I did. Yeah. A little... it's, it's important because that affects your crossbow shot. If got it, got it. You were so I have my it. crossbow ready to go. But um, I can speak uh, ab- abyssal, abysmal. Common? Elfish? You can speak uh, abyssal. How you speak it. Yeah, you can be abyssal. abyssal. <laughs> I'm abysmal and abyssal, but I can mm. manage. Um, mm. Only a few years in college. Uh, mm-hmm. Primordial and uncommon. Wow, that's that's a lot. You've traveled. Same time? Yeah. Jeez. I speak abyssal, a hoover, and a rug doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so um, do any of those, can I can I communicate with these shadows at all? So you want to just like rattle off? What do you want to say? You want to like rattle off a greeting in each of those? Yeah. Like, bonjour, hello. <laughs> you know, <laughs> except in Abyssal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tiff, let me ask you an important uh, thing that will set the, uh, the, the order for all future adventures, whether you're in them or not. What does Abyssal sound like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, no pressure. Uh, let me just. Take... Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah. Just to be clear, Abyssal is the primordial language that is written based on the infernal language. It is the language of the abyss, spoken by demons and chaotic evil outside. <laughs> All right, Dan. Any effect on the shadow? Uh, the shadow stares back at Alan uncomprehendingly, and just continues its creepy. Yeah. And the uh, the shadows' whispers do not seem to be in any of the languages that you comprehend, Alon. I will mention, in addition to your crossbow, I believe you also brought a sword. Um, I do have a few swords. Yes, 
You have more um, than one? More than I one extra swords? <laughs> I have two swords. Do you, do you have do enough you just... to share with the whole group? I hope <laughs> it's not enough. <laughs> do, you, do you have a situation where you lose swords a lot? <laughs> I mean, just to be honest, one, two swords. I mean, you into things. your hand with like a bungee cord or something. Two is one, and one is none. So yeah, you one might is as well two. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have two swords, I have a crossbow, and I have this like, uh, you know, shadow spell, fog spell mm-hmm. that I can go for. Um, but it seems like we have a pretty damaged shadow in front of us, so mm-hmm. I might um, make an attempt, but the shadows are coming up on us. Uh, crew, if I tried the fog spell, would we want to run? Can we run? Is that an option? It's always game? an option. I've been told these sure. cars don't run. Hmm. You- shadows probably aren't slow. They don't have to worry yeah. about terrain or any of that. Mm. And, and, and uh, the, I, I think we got this under control. You, you don't have to they're... outrun a shadow. You just have to outrun your slowest party member. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do the shadows, um, can they, maybe they can't move away from the circle very far where they originated. I don't that's, know how that that's works. Some good wishful point. thinking. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're like un- underachieving kid, college kids, you know, like, I just don't want to leave I home. just, I like, I like to give a list of things that players said that would look good on tombstones, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought the shadows couldn't move that far from the circle. Yeah, I feel like it, it seemed. What were the chances that I roll a one? You know, I thought rope could do that. <laughs> All right, we're just gonna stick with uh, old faithful here. My crossbow. Um, that's not its name, but mm. yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I rolled a three. I was going to tell you of disadvantage when you're shooting a crossbow at point blank range, but it's not going to matter. <laughs> yeah, uh, not right now. Right. No, you, it, well, you she know, could potentially get a worse roll. Now, Let's find right? out. Yeah, well, it's three if, plus seven. If that shadow had Ten. been a person, you feel like you definitely would have gotten them right in the Achilles' ankle. Yeah, but because this is a shadow that's kind of floating in air. You fire a bolt into the ground in the general vicinity uh, of the shadow. Wait, no, so that was a 10. It was a 10. 3 plus 7 is 10. Okay. It still doesn't hit the shadow. Okay. <laughs> Damn All right. Uh, anything else, Alon? Uh, I don't think I can do anything else. All right. Um, I kick some dust up at it because I'm mad. It, it, like, it clings, like you're disputing a call at home plate? Is that what's happening? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, there. Can, yeah. She, can she move? Uh, no, she would, would have to disengage. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's an action. Yeah. She could. So but she's going to take a. She's going to take a swipe. Shadow's going to take a swipe. Yep. Yeah. That shadow right. is now filthy. Uh, Diendo, <laughs> it is your turn. There are two shadows in your proximity. Yeah, I don't love that, but you know, when the chips are down, I punch butts. So also when the chips are up, you know. Yeah. When there are and chips present. <laughs> yeah. I'm a very short man. I can't really reach any higher, so <laughs> I go for what's in front of my face. But first, are you going to attack the injured one or the uninjured? I'm going to go with for the injured one with my spear, for starters. Mm-hmm. And that is a unfortunately just a thirteen. Hits. Oh, it does. Yep. Okay. Okie dokie then. Uh that would be seven damage, but is halved. All right. I will tell you that shadow is not looking good. Good, because now I'm going to unleash a flurry of blows upon it. Your tiny little fists are pummeling that shadow. <laughs> yes, they're tiny, but they're it's hard to find the butt out. though. Yeah. yeah like okay. Well, that was a two on the die, so that's not going to do any good. Mm-hmm. Let's try. Let's try my other little fist. 
That's better. That is a 21. Roll damage. Oop. That is... God. These are hard to hold, these little pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a four on the die before I threw it around the room. Uh, so it would be another seven damage of bludgeoning type. All right. So I'm going to do three damage to it. That shadow is clinging to existence just barely. Okay. Well, I took a lot of damage last time, and my strength went down, and I didn't like that very much. So I sort of stagger kind of clumsily, and next thing you know, I'm on the other side of a lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got here. He, Just a coincidence. As he slowly yeah. pushes you in front of him, and you're like, face to face with two shadows. Uh, All right. The shadows are next. Now, Dan, I am going to say that because of the, you know, it's it's a, it's a not complete darkness here in the canyon, and that, that radiant light uh, from Kaloth's energy has uh, from her attack has, has washed over them. So they are going to be weakened by this. But I think they do see someone, some dangerous-looking elf who, you know, has taken some parchments that they're not happy about and are going to converge upon Alon. Uh, the injured shadow will reach out with its little shadowy finger. kind of like Get an, off my Alon! Like <laughs> <laughs> no joke, in another campaign that Tony runs, uh, my wife plays a warlock, and that is her, like, she plays, like, an old elderly dowager duchess <laughs> as a warlock, and that yeah. is her attack move, is get off my that lawn! Is, that is her battle <laughs> cry. Her battle yeah. cry. <laughs> um, the shadow will reach out and, like, a creepy E.T. try to poke you there. Uh, it gets a nine versus your AC. Uh, Fourteen. It, yeah, it's it can't quite narrow in on you there. It's very tired. Uh-huh. Other one seeing it uh, will follow the example of its compatriot, and it gets a six. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow! So Get your great. shadowy little fingers off my face. <laughs> I'm not I'm touching like, you. Does this bother you, you? I'm not touching you. Does this bother you? <laughs> I'm mildly annoyed. Wow! All right, that could have been a lot worse for all of you. Uh, Gwyvern. Okay. Uh, sorry, I was so wrapped up in uh, no, the, the attack and waiting for something bad to happen. I for, totally lost track of the, <laughs> what I was going to do next, which uh, I would like to, uh, again, shoot my crossbow. And, okay. Um, which one are you aiming at? Badly injured or relatively unscathed? I say badly injured. All right. Um, and I roll a, um, a 15, oh, sorry, 17. That's plenty. Yay! Your crossbow bolt darts out, roll some damage. Um, and that is, uh, nine. All so right, it'll half. be have, but it's still plenty. Uh, your your crossbow bolt goes right through the shadow's head, and it's like it's like a, a balloon suddenly deflating uh, as a weird hissing noise <laughs> kind of fills the campsite, and the shadow kind of withers around, and is just and then a moment later is gone. Um, a single uh, shadow remains. Uh, Guyver, um, did you want to do? Yeah, can you, I do you, my uh, healing word? Uh, and, I was going to ask that. if you want to do a healing word. Mm. Yeah. Um, let's do that. So you haven't done that before. So that's one of your nope. spells. Uh, mm-hmm. some spells are actions, but healing word is special in that it's a bonus action. 
Um, and then tell us what Healing Word does. Um, well, Healing Word, uh, um, a creature of my choice can um, that I can see within my Is that range. Is not a dragon today? That's not a dragon. Uh, regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus my spellcasting ability modifier, which is... Is that proficiency? It's probably uh, for the top you, of your second page. Yeah, for you under spells, I see it says plus three. Oh, I see it three. says three. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I think you get to roll the d4. So roll a d4. Okay, find that. Try not try to pick it up. Yep. That little thing. What? Okay, I did it. Now, what is? How do I read it? Oh, uh, I it depends on the yeah, model of d4 kinds. you have. I have different versions. <laughs> Um, it's either what's at the, the top or that's... what's at the bottom. Yeah, whichever uh, one's the... right side up. You know what? I must be. So this, this is a. Has... This would this be has... a two, for example. If it's like, wait, let me see. If it's like pointed, I, I, get... I right see. Side up. Sorry. It's oh, I see. Good. I see. I got it. Uh, I well, I thought I got it, but I mean, it'll either be all the same at the point of the triangle. Oh, or I see. At, at the, the bottom. Yeah. Got it. It's a four. Nice. Yay. Four. Excellent. It's a four plus three. Seven. So not a dragon. You get seven hit points back. Thank you very much. Nice. You are very Almost welcome. back to normal. Cool. Big turn. All um, set, Wyvern? Yes, I'm, I'm done. Thank you. Kaloff, single, single shadow remains. All right. Um, so question about how do I get the spell slots back? Like, do I want to try hitting other things or do I want to smite again? The main way that you will get a spell slot will be a day's rest. So spell slots are to be rationed out okay. over the so course of the adventure. Probably not. And especially at low levels, you don't get a lot of them. Yeah. Especially you're not a magic magic people get a couple. <laughs> you are a non magic you, oh, you are you are right? yeah, yeah, you're you're sort of a yeah. secondarily magic person. Yeah. So, so probably you're not I know you're where not there's a campsite nearby. Yeah. <laughs> And again, on the flip side, just to say, you may or may not encounter anybody else who requires radiant damage. This might right. be a good opportunity to use that, but yeah. Location-wise, this campsite next to a lovely stream, uh, I am required to disclose that it is also adjacent to a horrible haunted circle of death. It's true. Okay. Yeah, we've been there and done that, though. Yeah, that's but we've unhaunted it. Market. What's the chance yeah. of multiple shadows coming out if we... Yeah. You know, location, location, location. Yeah. Let's yeah. see if it does it again, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put the person uh, down, pick it learn. up again, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kayla. Uh, well, okay. So let's first see if I hit. And then I'll make a decision. Yes. Are you ranger? Uh, with my uh, longsword. Uh, All right. So you charge a hike, over, hike over there then. Yeah. Yep. All right. 17 plus Plenty. four is going to hit. Okay, so now I need to decide. Okay, I'm going to save it for later. And instead, I'm going to... Do... Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to roll a dice if it's even... <laughs> I, I was going to say, we, ha we have a way of randomly determining what you do if you <laughs> no. want. Wait, wait, that's right. If you roll your radiant damage, if you, so you, you rolled a 21, is that what you said? Uh, 17 plus 4, so yeah. yes, 21. Yeah, so you hit. If yeah, you so roll I... radiant damage, chances are good you will kill it. Not 100%, yeah. but you'll, you, or you'll very, very much damage it. 
if you just roll your sword damage, you'll probably do a little bit of damage, but not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, yes, I'm going to go. We're going all in. Say screw the spell slots. Uh, I'm going to use a second one to do the thing. I'm doing the thing. Okay. So starting, it'll help that it's not a crit, so I don't have to count too much. Okay. Yeah. Makes the math slightly <laughs> easier. Yeah. <laughs> so I rolled an eight plus two is 10. All right. But I have that because that's just sword damage. Yes. Um, and so then 2d8, uh, I rolled an eight. That's not good for it. <laughs> and a five. It's 13. And then 1d8 because it's undead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is super so, dead. So, <laughs> so, undead bonus. Super dead. Okay. All right. The uh, campsite is again filled with the fury of radiant light. And another shadow is dispatched from this realm of existence back to the shadow plane. Another one bites which the dust. It emerged. Yes. Mm. Mm. You guys, they were so uninvited. All right, that one was actually. Pretty <laughs> All right, uh, Alan. I suspect that you want to look at your. Uh, your 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 parchments that you found because that was all throw them back in the fire worset, right <laughs> <laughs> worthless that, uh, you know i'm not going to tell you you have to look at it you want to look at it yeah i want to look at it dear right. diary i can't believe <laughs> he asked me <laughs> they do and seem to be in fact uh more parchments uh, from the same handwriting of the journal. In fact, as you look at it, you realize that perhaps these pages were torn out of the journal uh, because they were important or significant in some way. Uh, we never there really is tried some... to read the journal, did we? Uh, I basically said it was illegible. Oh, okay. uh, there is there is some stuff. There, it starts off with a section that is, frankly, not good poetry. Uh, but then <laughs> there there seems to be more of a you know the information about uh, what uh, Theron has been up to. Uh, there's notes about his research. Uh, there is a name mentioned uh, repeatedly. Or there's one page that dusk. just says boop 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 boop. It's an abyssal. Um, <laughs> but there, you do see, you do read uh, about Oravin of Dusk, and specifically the Cult of Dusk, and operating out of some kind of old observatory and a library. Uh, it seems to be that they are studying something. They're looking for something, studying something, some kind of artifact or tome known as the Book of Shadows. And what secrets could this Book of Shadow include? What has the Cult of Dusk do it? Do, do it? What does the <laughs> Cult of Dusk seek to do with it? And who is this mysterious Orvin of whom Theron writes? For answers to questions such as these, tune in next time. The Total Party. I think this says dust. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere from beyond the grave. It says dust. <laughs> I wrote dusk. They got to they gotta work on their branding. Yeah. <laughs> Take a better Pen word. Penmanship mm -hmm. is important. It is. That's what my third grade teacher kept trying to tell me. <laughs>